and pointed to a nearby sundial. Excuse me, sir, but it's ten fourteen. Muffy let out a little gasp. This girl had on a bracelet she had admired at the jewelry store, but her parents had said it was too expensive even for them. Mr. Price Jones nodded. Ah, thank you, Buffy. Well, time to prepare. See you at Merlin's Labyrinth, Ratburn. Don't get lost in the meantime. He let out a small laugh and led his troop away. Chapter 2 Merlin's Labyrinth was a maze with canvas sides stretched between a series of tent poles. There were two entrances to the maze, but only one exit. As Mr. Ratburn had explained it, two students would compete against each other to see who could get out first. A man dressed as Merlin the Wizard stood between the two entrances. "'Who dares to invade my sanctuary?' he demanded. "'Me, I guess,' said Arthur, who was standing in front of one of the entrances." And I, my liege, have come from afar to pick up your gauntlet as well, said a boy from Glenbrook named Chester. Bravely spoken, my lad, said Merlin, gracing Chester with a nod. Arthur fidgeted. He wished he had thought to say something like that. Now Merlin raised his arms above his head and spoke sternly. The first to escape, a point shall win. The other one will perish within. Remember, Chester, said Mr. Price Jones, navigate by the sun and the tops of trees, and remember your ball of string. Chester nodded and checked his pocket. Mr. Ratburn patted Arthur on the shoulder. Arthur, he said, just use your head. On your mark, said Merlin. Get set. Hie thee hence. Chester darted into the maze while Arthur stood blinking in the sunlight. That means go, kid, Merlin explained. Oh, said Arthur. Then he entered the maze as well. He ran down the canvas hallways, turning right, then left, then right again. He had no idea where he was going. He just hoped that if he ran around long enough, he might come upon the exit by accident. When he came to an intersection, Arthur stopped to catch his breath. He wondered which way to go. But the canvas gave no clues. It all looked the same. I'll go left, he decided, and started off again. But after taking a few twists and turns, Arthur came to a dead end. I'd better turn back, he thought. Then Arthur saw a silhouette standing on the other side of the canvas. At first, he thought it might be Chester, but when he raised his hand, the silhouette did the same. He stepped to the right. So did the silhouette. Finally, he scratched his head. The silhouette scratched, too. Arthur lowered his arm. Hmph! It's just my shadow. Now, maybe Arthur had simply gotten dizzy from so much running around but he thought he saw his shadow go on scratching, even though he had stopped. Startled, Arthur fell backward and tumbled into one of the canvas walls. Rip! Arthur burst through the canvas, stumbling out of the side of the maze. Guess I really did use my head, he said. 
But that won't help you now, declared Merlin, coming up to inspect the damage. You, young sir, are disqualified. At that moment, Chester emerged from the exit. The winner, Merlin proclaimed. Arthur looked back to where the rest of the class was watching. Nobody met his gaze. They were all staring at the ground in disappointment. Chapter 3 After the disaster at Merlin's Labyrinth, Arthur felt a little dizzy. While the rest of the class took turns competing, he found a shady spot to sit down. Arthur felt bad about messing up in the maze, but he told himself it wasn't all his fault. It wasn't like he had had a lot of experience with mazes. Arthur remembered the ancient Greek story about Theseus, who found his way out of a maze by un.